Please follow us on Instagram at Masband Podcast. We'd love to hear what you think of the show. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm good, hey. Yeah, can you hear me properly? There's no weird after sound thing. No, everything is perfect. I can hear you. Cool. Um, so before we start, how do I pronounce yeah. my name? <laughs> uh, my name is Dumelo. Dumelo is my name, chair, okay. and uh, 08 margin <laughs> is sort of like a name that I go by. Okay. In terms of the creativity aspect of things, yeah. Right. So, which name would you like me to use? Uh, can you use my real name, Dumelo? Yeah. Dumelo. <laughs> yeah. Did I say that properly? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's right. perfect. Cool. Well, thank you for joining me today. I'm very excited uh, to talk to you. I'm I'm actually much more excited than you. Hey, shout out to you for actually giving me the platform to oh, be on this creative space of yours. Hey, well, that's brilliant. Oh, that's made me really smile. <laughs> that's that's the yeah. whole point is to give everybody that creative a voice of their own, and it's not dictated by anybody else. It's your exactly your work. So yeah, to yeah. start off with, hi Tumelo, welcome to the process of creating. Um, please tell our listeners um, about yourself. Hi, uh, my name is Tumelo, and I am a multimedia artist. So basically, I'm an all-rounder. Uh, I'm a create. I'm an all-rounder in the creative space. Uh, I'm a self-taught photographer. Mm-hmm. I'm a cinematographer, I'm a film graduate, and I am an aspiring film director. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's so great. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I was like, I was, I've been scouring the internet to try and find somebody that does film. So, oh, this yeah. is like, all in one. <laughs> yeah, I'm an all-rounder. All-rounder, that's brilliant. Um, yeah. Just to get, like, the juices flowing a little bit, um, if you could choose one historical figure... To be your imaginary yeah. friend, who would you pick yeah. and why? Um, I would definitely say Steve Biko because mm-hmm. um, of the influ- of the influence that he had in terms of the Black Conscious Movement, and his legacy was sort of like short lived. Yeah, and I feel like if I would have him right now in the day and age that we're living in, uh-huh. as sort of like an imaginary friend, like uh-huh. I can only imagine the influence that he would give, the advice and the right decisions in terms of making our lives much more better you know yeah. and i think that would be a key element that we all need right now in terms of where we are in terms of like where the world is moving towards mm-hmm. to yeah yeah so i'll definitely pick him <laughs> take him that, that's a cool friend to have right there i wouldn't yeah. want you to be talking to yourself with him like honestly i really wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. do you think creativity involves putting your heart and soul into what you're creating um or yeah. is it a little more of you go with the flow and whatever happens is what your is what your intention was and is yeah. that how you work or do you work completely different <laughs> um it's a bit of a tough question here i would say <laughs> uh i think creativity involves putting your heart and soul into whatever it is that you are creating mm-hmm. uh in that sense i think because it allows you to give it gives the creative process value which mm-hmm. gives your life purpose in terms of like you know what you're doing and you know why you're doing what you're doing 
And then at the very same time, when you allow yourself to fall in love with what you're doing, you mm-hmm. allow yourself to sort of like flow freely and create content that mm-hmm. is uh, free flowing. And it's like content that is literally relevant to you because uh, with content is all about narrative and mm-hmm. narrative is all about storytelling. And then that's what people fall in love with. Mm-hmm. And the stories that you are able to tell are, are, are stories that you are sort of like uh, articulating to and you are like putting interest into the masses also, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think in that sense, uh, when you put your heart in something that you love, it's very easy for you to flow freely and create content that is like freely, basically. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. And so is that how you've kind of built your your creative ethos basically you yeah exactly yeah yeah okay that's 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 cool um so let's talk a little bit about your photography um tell us how you you create that what's your process and i know like i know you said you went to um uni for as for film and you're a film graduate yeah so yeah how did that all come about for you to you know then become a multimedia um creator is it always something that you've always wanted to do or is it like a <laughs> and it's like aha you know it's a moment situation <laughs> yeah so so basically i i i i think uh, creativity has always been a thing uh not conforming to any sort of creativity at that time mm-hmm. so i feel like photography kind of found its way into my life and integrated itself and I fell in love basically and that's why i carried it out uh, uh i'm a self-taught photographer so i started shooting back in 2015 actually mm-hmm. you know and back at that time it was just a hobby that we were doing uh, with friends just shooting each other and taking pictures mm-hmm. and i just started taking things seriously like i think 2017 when i made the decision to actually go study film yeah uh, I didn't see the necessity of having to study photography because I felt like that would box me in terms of like telling a narrative that's from a textbook rather than my real life experiences and actually sharing my story, uh-huh. not from a book, but from my own personal perspective. Yeah. And that's when I decided to go study film. And that's when I started to take like uh, photography really seriously. Right. And yeah, that's how I became a photographer. And since then, even my film aspect is influenced by my photography and yeah photography is like basically everything so it it encompasses everything so how so how do you go about creating um a shoot or um a a film like how what's the first thing um you do do you I, i i've got a lot of influences in terms of the creative process you know Mm-hmm. Um, certain things are certain emotions are evoked from listening to music, you know. Mm-hmm. And music has a sense of like giving you ideas because I am a very visual storyteller, mm-hmm. and I, I I process everything that I listen to, you know. Right. And I would say music basically is the major influence of everything, and uh-huh. also like looking at uh, reference images like the looks and our history and. And, and, and going back to who we are as people, because mm-hmm. I'm very much embedded in telling a story of my, my, my where I am from and yeah. who I am to world. And, and that's how I present myself. You know, my identity is very key in terms of, pro, of, of that process. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, okay. I think those are the key elements. Yeah, to, to, to your creative process. Um, so, 
what what would you call your style of creation how and how does that like how does that mirror you as an artist or even as a person yeah. are you one in the same is the artist the person or the person the artist yeah it's it's it's, it's a very tricky question to be quite <laughs> so honest sorry. <laughs> it's very tricky um let me just give you an introspection in terms of like my level of working ground Mm-hmm. I I am a visual storyteller, creative like I said in the, in the beginning, a uh, photographer. Mm-hmm. And you know, being a photographer when you are a creative, it's very difficult to sort of like migrate into the spaces that you want to be in because your work does not have that much weight in terms of value within the society that you're in. Okay. So you are then rather forced to sort of like migrate into a different field but like the same let's yeah. say you do more commercial work you know uh-huh, uh-huh. in terms of like being financially stable in that sense you know uh-huh. and those are two grounds that we like battle throughout and I, I i would say in terms of creativity you know my photography or my film is more of a narrative because i'm very yeah. much embedded in storytelling yeah. uh where i'm from who i am and just revealing everyday life because i just feel like uh in terms of like the commercial market at this moment mm-hmm. the stories that are being told about africans and people from africa basically are not really narratives from us are yeah. narratives from external for external people you know mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. come in they tell the story from their perspective how they see things and mm-hmm. i'm all about like telling the people's story before telling my story yeah. and that's where i embed my soul creativity yeah. and yeah so not really to say much about the commercial side of things but i i i do also see potential in that side also mm-hmm. where like i'm more into fashion photography you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is something that i really, really like and yeah. one thing that's really interesting in that element is like being able to tell stories by just looking at people's faces you know right. i try by all means and 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 encompass the narrative of the person who right. they are and sort yeah. of like understand who they are like you know the, 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 there's different elements that you use in photography in order to capture the person's eye you yeah. know okay that allows the audience to sort of like also engage you know when you use like i i, I like using the rule of thirds a lot because uh-huh. your eye line is the, is the first part whereby your eyes are captivated in terms of grasping information from an image uh-huh. you know when you do eye contact with a person like your eyes are literally catching each other at the same time yeah. that allows you to sort of like be in the story also and also envision your own understanding of what was the process through uh-huh. him taking this picture what was the whole creative idea behind this whole thing and yeah. the, the 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 most exciting part of it all is your interpretation you know uh-huh. of what you think of it and i think receiving that information is like mind blowing in a way because i also thought of something else and then you think of something else but yet at the same time it's the same thing it's the same thing it's the same image and it's just got different meanings for different people exactly okay exactly so how do you go about um so when you're let's say filming or even taking yeah. pictures um first i want to ask you about location do you yeah when you're doing your own personal work cuz obviously if you're if you're commissioned by um a fashion yeah. designer or a magazine they give you the location they give you the models yeah. but let's take Everything it a little bit more personal with if you're doing your own project how do you pick your location mm. 
does the location yeah. really hold that much water to your vision or is it a case of wow okay stumbled upon this little gem let's just take a little, little tutu picture <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah. <laughs> um and do you have assistance do you have help um do you or are you a lone wolf like yeah <laughs> yeah let's, let's, let's go yeah. a bit so yeah um I, I think you know in terms of locations it, mm. it really depends on the narrative that I'm trying to tell mm-hmm um sometimes i i like scouting for for a model first that is going to depict a certain look mm-hmm. that is going to articulate certain emotions when i capture those images right. and i'd rather opt to go for like isolated locations uh-huh. whereby like it's nothing obstructing in terms of like the background and we can solemnly just like full put our full attention on mm-hmm. like the beauty of the model in front of us you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that becomes the really narrative of of, of, of the whole image itself mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. rather than having other things distorting at the back but mm-hmm. also at the very same time i'm more of like i i like using spaces that are very grungy mm-hmm. uh in terms of like depicting the real story behind everything you know right. and in an instance I, I i once took this image uh at a at a like a taxi at a taxi rank mm-hmm. and my subject literally in the sense of two taxis yeah and that to me that image I'm, I'm going to share the image with you just to sort of like give you a headspace yeah. around it I'll, that I'll image sort of like, <laughs> <laughs> that image sort of like depicted you know a sense of being clustered yeah and he had a school bag on his back at uh-huh. that time uh, so it's it, it sort of like give you giving you a backstory of this person is probably a student. He, he just came back from college or something, you know, uh-huh. and he's going home and he's using taxis. And also like, you know, the taxis being close to each other just sort of like shows you the cluster. Yeah. If you like imagine like, um, I, I, I'm from Cape Town, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we use like Belleville taxi rank and at Belleville taxi rank, like peak hour, mm-hmm. normally you come out of like 4 p.m. Yeah. Uh, out of school, you know, varsity. Yeah. And then at that time you need to go catch a taxi and it's very like clustered and people are like knocking off at work also. Yeah. So it's going to be really packed. So I really didn't know what I was creating at that point in time. Uh-huh. But when I went back and I sort of like looked at the image, it literally spoke to me in that sense of like this is what I was creating in this moment and this is how it is. Right. And I remember submitting it for like uh, an assignment and I got like 80% for it oh, cool. as an assignment. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So is there like so is there is there beauty in those in those shots, in those moments? Or do you feel yeah. like it's a little bit like, you know, touch and go and it doesn't really work for you as an artist? You kinda like you like linear, you like solutions before you go into work. Um, I, I really I really think like there is something to in, in those images because mm-hmm. at that time for me it was like my start basically yeah. that was like around about like 2017 mm-hmm. at that time mm-hmm. and my initial start is what gave me purpose in terms of like being where I am as a photographer right now mm-hmm. and being an aspiring filmmaker right now you know mm-hmm. without having to capture those images and sort of like be able to tell those stories that's what i've always like embedded in everything that i do and it's mm-hmm. sort of like 
given my work its identity basically yeah okay um let's talk a bit about your film like so you're buddy yeah. filmmaker quentin tarantino in the making yeah. guys um <laughs> <laughs> what, what what sort of genre are you looking to 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 die to, to sink your teeth in um yeah have you made any short films is yeah it, i have yeah I, I have I've made I've made I'm 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 on my third one right now, I'm on my third short film. So okay. my very first short film was very horrible. I <laughs> that one was a bad one. But yes. like you know what thing about like having bad references is you, know, you learn a lot from it. Yeah. And you pick up your mistakes, and from your mistakes you get to learn to redo your things and then i did another one uh, last year mm-hmm. for my graduation film uh graduated last year okay. uh we did a yeah we did a short film and we actually won best film oh uh, like yeah so i was the editor for that film uh-huh. and then we have another one that we shot last year but that one hasn't been released yet but we're just trying to be pushing it for like film festivals and submitting it to different festivals yeah. and then we're going to release it after that you okay. know yeah and so, i was the assist, assistant director on that one and uh-huh. uh editor also yeah yeah so what what um genres are you in are you talking like like your photography is it very much um an autobiography of your world or is it a hyper yeah. reality or is it what 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 can we expect from from your, from your films? Yeah, uh, I haven't really thought of the explanation yet of how like that would be. You know, yeah. I really invest in telling a narrative that is gonna grasp people's attention uh-huh. and is gonna give them the, a, a, a ground to have their own interpretation in terms of what they think. But what I can really say is like it's it's, it's stories that are relevant. The stories that real life people go through is it's it's like you know navigating through everyday life yeah so those are the sort of like narratives that i really tell and though the key thing that is the essence in everything that we tell in the stories that we tell is not necessarily in terms of aesthetic or setting but it's t- it is in terms of narrative wherever you are you find relevance within the story regardless of the situation or the placement you know yeah. that's the key story of the story yeah okay um so if you could only have one type of lens to work with for everything that you do yeah. which lens would that be <laughs> i was thinking about this and i hey, i was like um <laughs> which which side do i pick do i pick photography then do i pick film but i think i would definitely go i, I i'm a canon shooter i shoot with a canon mm-hmm. so i i would definitely go for the 24 to 70 millimeter canon lens okay i think the one is going to give me dynamic range and it's going to allow me to continue doing my pro portrait series okay. and also like i shoot film also at the same time like it's a 24 millimeter lens I can go wide yeah um yeah so i think that one would be a definite a definite um what softwares do you use to edit your photography you said you um were an, an you went an editor yo bro oh, yeah. i'm saying that 20 times <laughs> <laughs> you, you edited a film is it similar yeah. softwares is it different softwares 
it's 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 basically Adobe Suits. Um, uh, I've got Adobe Premiere Pro, um, 2020, mm-hmm. and then um, for pictures I use Photoshop and Lightroom. Okay. Um, Photoshop I use it more for like my 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 retouching and sort of like the cleaning. Yeah. And my Lightroom I use more for the color, mm-hmm. uh, the color balance. If I'm doing a portrait series, like I try and go for like the same look. Right. in everything just sort of like keep it uniform because i can't really use like photoshop for that and then um yeah and then premiere pro is what i use i i just uh downloaded davinci i haven't used it yet okay uh for color grading it's something that i want to integrate into also because yeah and okay. yeah premiere pro for for my short films and yeah photoshop for the pictures for the pictures what do you think of when you're editing or does your mind go blank <laughs> now that you mention it i don't even know what goes on but i think i listen to music a lot you know yeah um music is something that takes my mind off things depending on the mood i can go like very soulful like tanti somazwa or i can go like jazzy like it depends on the mood really yeah that's what really takes my mind off things yeah and you just it's, it's now just like second nature to edit your brain exactly your, your yeah. okay um are you reading anything are you watching anything interesting um i was trying to i was trying to watch something like mm-hmm. i'm not really much of a watcher because i'm always busy yeah trying to watch like you know i'm, I'm actually like working on stuff but i i do read uh, i do read i have this one book that is really like a key mm-hmm. motivation uh which is leadership 2020 by dj smooth you know the beginning um he's like a key pillar in terms of inspiration uh above everything he is like a motivator yeah he's a driving force for us young people to sort of like try and make the best out of our youth and also be aspiring to be like him yeah you know, and for the betterment of our lives and everybody else around us uh-huh okay um collaborating i guess yeah. you know as a photographer and a filmmaker it is your backbone it's your dna um exactly how do you navigate it because of when you're when you're working in fashion you're dealing with egos you're dealing with exactly you know, other creatives, <laughs> you're dealing with other visions you're dealing with yeah. nature because you know sunlight all of this type of stuff so how do yeah. you yeah stay true to your vision but also yeah. incorporate what else what, what everybody else around you is kind of yeah. growing at you yeah I I, I I i got this compliment once at this fashion show that we went to uh-huh. from my friend he's also a photographer mm-hmm. he was like yo bro uh how's it that you hardly shoot and every time when we go back home and you edit, everything that you drop on Instagram is fire because mm-hmm. I never see you shoot at the fashion shows, but then you've got content for days. <laughs> what, 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 what's your, what's your, what's your style? What's your, you know, I was yeah. actually like amazed by the fact that I'm very subtle in terms of like the work that I do, you know, yeah. I'm not all over the place. Mm-hmm. I'm not like in your face. I'm like, I, I, I capture emotions more than I do with aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Or, or more than I do with sort of like trying to depict a certain lifestyle or whatever it is you know mm-hmm. people at a fashion show are very attentive they're watching on the reel and right. you want to sort of like capture the atmosphere that is there 
not the glitz and glam of it but like right. the real story behind yeah the fashion show in itself and even the models when they walk on the ramp you know yeah so that's that's me that's more me because like the thing is with fashion shows you find people like they don't really shoot much when like the fashion show is on mm-hmm. they sort of like focus on the ramp Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. i take my attention to the people the audience that are watching mm-hmm. and that real story because at the end of the day you're going to find people with having the same content yeah. you know and they don't really show the other story of what happened really you yeah. know and that was i feel uh, that's what i feel like gravitates more attention uh-huh. and it, it it makes me more relevant than other people you know yeah okay um the current climate of covid-19 is very yeah. tasking i mean yeah. excuse my language but this shit hit us hard and by surprise <laughs> like bro i was not expecting 2020 to go this way i had plans and i was, yeah. was going to be doing great things this year don't mention that yo exactly. don't mention was, it <laughs> yo yeah apparently no you got to stay at home Same yeah <laughs> yeah Um, but in, in, then bred this this podcast so i'm like okay where there's one door closes another opens so how have you exactly. thought about it what i get you know um, taking pictures and filming is kind of at a standstill a little bit yeah so how yeah. have you how have stayed safe uh i've, I've tried I've, i've been trying to keep my sanity like in terms of keeping myself busy uh 2020 is 2020's been testing us been 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 testing us, you know yeah. and i i just feel like the key thing about 2020 is just staying on being able to stay on your feet yeah. even if like we're facing this thing just maintaining a positive attitude mm-hmm. regardless of everything uh so like i mentioned i was i was like still studying last year right and then i was doing my internship i think around about september mm-hmm. so i was start, started working this year in january Mm-hmm. And then uh I got into an accident unfortunately I almost lost like my my my, my finger you know oh and I couldn't shoot I couldn't do anything for like almost like 3 months I think yeah and from January Feb March yeah March I got discharged and then at that time I was supposed to go to back to work yeah. and that's when covid-19 hit yo oh my that was gosh. a major 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 hit so yeah. I haven't done any work ever since then mm-hmm. but I feel like it's sort of like given me a break in terms of like being able to go back to understanding the key core of what I do as a creative mm-hmm. and what's the purpose of me being a photographer you know because mm-hmm. at some point I, I I really didn't understand what I was doing and I feel like over the years I've just been like moving forward and not really taking mm-hmm. time to sort of like grasp what it is that i have because you know sometimes when you get like gratitude from other people and they really admire your work and they tell you that you're doing great but you don't really see that no, because you're yeah. always focused on trying to move forward and actually be trying to do something you you know mm-hmm. and i never really had the time and everything that i was wishing for at that time i was like yo i really wish i could have time to myself and just time to sort of like sit down and understand the purpose of what i do and unfortunately it had to come in the form of an accident that really like really really put me in a slow down yeah. and yeah that's when I, i i found it as a blessing in a way in disguise because it's sort of like being able to migrate me 
mm-hmm. as a creative to be where I am right now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but I I think I'm over the whole idea of being in 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 embedded in one space right now because of mm-hmm. COVID nineteen. I'm ready yeah. to face the world. And, yeah. And I'm ready to conquer it and take over. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready to see what you conquer and take over. Like, oh my days, I'm so I can't sorry. Wait. Oh. Yeah, no, don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. It's fine. No, well, I'm, I'm happy that. So your fingers okay? You can still like you know click the little yeah. button. Gosh, you know, yeah, like definitely. My Everything is back in like my hand. Like, yeah. <laughs> but I I mean, I think you would find a way. The body's very cl- clever like that. If you lose something, exactly. you compensate because you never really lose your creativity. Everything's in your brain. It's not no, no, in your no. hand. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Oh, we thank God that you're okay. Wow. Oh. And also the other thing, the other thing is like they say, you know, like with creativity, creativity is never ending. When you have an mm. overflow of it, like mm. as the years go by, the more creative you become it's like it matures with time mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. it becomes a second nature to you it's something yeah. that you breathe in and out so i think with me also like it's sort of like become that thing that was a key pillar in mm-hmm. terms of me bouncing back and being able to do everything yeah that i'm doing right now and not adhering to the circumstances of like abiding to what i'm going through because that's what really helped me deal with everything that has happened it's like yeah knowing the purpose of what i'm doing and understanding its influence you know and knowing that one day it's going to pull off and 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 it's going to do wonders because i remember I, I was i was like in eastern cape which is like a different province uh mm-hmm. in, in, in just south africa mm-hmm. so i went home and that's home I, I mean i'm based in cape town like through like work and studies and stuff like that yeah so i came back from cape town um to cape town and literally within a space of a month I got like a gig and then from that gig I was on TV, national TV here in South yeah. Africa. And, and 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 so much has happened ever since then, you know? Yeah. And I was like, that's why I'm saying this thing has been a blessing in disguise because yeah. before I didn't have these opportunities, you know. Uh-huh. And yes, the work ethic was there, I was pushing and everything, but like, you know things were not coming together but like eventually after some time mm-hmm. things started falling into place because even now it's also like i take this also even this interview sort of like another integration of me into a different space i'm being introduced into your audience you're yeah. being introduced into my audience it's sort of like i'm growing you know as a creative yeah. and more people are finding out about me and uh-huh. that is the most exciting thing about growth that i can say <laughs> yeah and like oh my gosh i'm so happy that you're okay and that <laughs> i get to actually share your story and yeah, wow yeah. god's plan like this is so great like oh my gosh oh okay i'm, I'm gonna get emotional and now uh, i'm a g i can't do this now you know nah, nah, nah. swiftly moving on swiftly <laughs> um but like oh wait okay hold on i need to take that in because wow yeah <laughs> okay and i'm fat um how else ha- so you said you spoke a bit about how you were always on the go 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 but things weren't coming together yeah. um yeah. how were you keeping yourself motivated and how have you garnered your um creative confidence because you speak so confidently about yourself yeah. and the creations so mm. with that whole time of like you know obviously you're in school 
and school kind of gives yeah. you a cushion but then you come out and yeah. there's that period of time where it's like oh did i do the right degree <laughs> mommy help me yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> like, oh wait these bills are expensive damn yeah, how do yeah. you keep yourself going and like you said oh, like, yeah, how did you get that how did you get to where you are now where you can be like it's blessings in disguise and you know exactly I think in overall what I'm very thankful for with these years like from like varsity mm-hmm. you know varsity teaches you how to present yourself when you get to people your clientele and sort of like carry yourself as a business or mm-hmm. as a person and also like in terms of communication also you get to learn a lot from that mm-hmm. but in terms of like also working while studying it sort mm-hmm. of like teaches you how to make money and sort of like build clientele and grow yourself as a person you know mm-hmm. and those two things are do 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 go in a line and it it sort of like introduces you to be able to work in different spaces mm-hmm. conquer different environments and mm-hmm. also like that then kind of like builds you but also 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 at the very same time while you're doing that you're overworking yourself and you're yeah. underpaid yeah you know? and when you migrate out of that space when you like out of varsity and mm-hmm. you because with me like when i was in varsity the whole aim of me doing work and varsity at the same time like shooting mm-hmm. like events shooting whatever it is that i was shooting was to sort of like build a portfolio for myself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. once i get out of varsity then i know like i've got content that i'm going to be releasing i've got mm-hmm. like things that I'm going to be showcasing to people. So when a client comes and approaches and they want something and I could give them a reference and say I've done this and that, you know. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. was the sole purpose of that. And I think growing up now and being now here, it's sort of like putting value into my work and not working for the same value that I did at that time mm-hmm. because at that time I was building a reference. Now it's yeah. all about like, you know, finding value within my work and be also like appreciating it even more. Yeah. Okay. Um so how what were some of your rookie mistakes that like, yeah. hindsight you're like <laughs> this is yeah. right. and you can see it happening now and you're like whoa 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 thinkers yeah so yeah like, yeah you know the, the 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 one thing i would say is like um collaboration is 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 something that you need to also like sort of take into an introspection because mm-hmm. i feel like we i i did basically things for clouds yeah. to sort of like get on people's head spaces because at that time I was unknown and obviously I'm going to try and get people's attention and everything yeah. and sometimes the relationship becomes more it, it doesn't become a mutual relationship in a way because it benefits the other person more than it does with the other person uh-huh. and i sort of like feel like those are the type of errors that i made you know mm-hmm. as as an upcoming photographer if i had like a different mindset in terms of like the way i think now i definitely feel like i would have used those environments and those spaces m- much more efficiently mm-hmm. you know and I, i i don't know whether it's like a blessing in disguise when you're introduced to like things at an early age mm-hmm. let's say opportunities per se you know at mm-hmm. an early age and you don't take full charge of them you get mm-hmm. to learn next time that if it does happen you, you need to be like on 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 your a game you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. and also at the same time i don't know if it motivates lazy or so you not wanting to take things at first charge you know 
because I, I, I don't believe in second chances also, you know? Yeah. So sometimes if something comes, you need to be able to grasp it. You need to be able to be there. You need to be present. Mm-hmm. How would yeah. you advise someone who's looking into getting into photography and filmmaking? Um, yeah. What would you say is the like, things that they can do? Like three things they could really concentrate on to improve that have helped you? I think shooting a lot, shooting a lot, using your environment around you allows you to sort of like be able to know what it is that intrigues you, that excites you. Because you may have people that you like as photographers that you follow, but like you trying to mimic them is just you doing a ripple effect of another person that already exists. And the key thing about you finding yourself is about you actually doing things that excite you so it's very important to tap into that and try and find that as much as possible and continuous shooting basically will under like will will, will be able to determine your outcome because the more you shoot the more you learn and mm-hmm. also challenge yourself in terms of like the different environments mm-hmm. maybe shooting indoors uh tomorrow shoot outdoors and shoot daylights nights mm-hmm. you know different exposures just to sort of like see how's your editing skills and sort of like work on that and yeah. i think that is the key thing that's going to help you as a creative yeah. into the space and you know be be who you want to be yeah don't be don't be scared to to put your voice out there exactly okay um your equipment setup what you yeah. you have a canon you use a canon camera yeah. Look at me pretending to know what you're talking about. <laughs> All I know is how to I love that you're taking notes. I love that you're taking notes. I've been taking yeah. That's as great as my photography skills go to. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, what other... For your filming, is there a specific camera that you use? Um, you, you've already told us about your editing. Um, but yeah, camera-wise, yeah. what are your best and worst cameras you've used um yo i don't have a worst camera eh? oh, okay <laughs> i really don't have a worst camera because I, I i really take value in the images that i take and i believe mm-hmm. in each story being individually relevant given yeah. the time and the space that it was taken in um so in terms of my setup at the moment i have a 70 70 mark one mm-hmm. and i use like Half the time, it's a 50 mil, if not yeah. all the time, uh-huh. 50 mil on it. And then for my videos, I use uh, Fuji, uh-huh. Fuji FX1, uh, or uh, yeah, a Fuji. Yeah, so those are the two cameras that I predominantly use all the time, okay. if not all. Yeah. yeah, those are the two cameras. Okay. And on the Fuji, I've got a 35 lens, 35 millimeter. Okay, what does that do? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's sort of like a wide. Into this, I'm like, oh wow. Yeah. Famous term because I don't know. Yeah. Um, when you're editing and when you're working, what's the one song that's like before it finishes, you're like replay because it, it just gives you those feels. <laughs> Yo, you, you, you know the thing is about us as people, it's very interesting how we can integrate into different moods basically you know today you might be feeling like this and then the next day you wake up feeling like this or like i don't know maybe how did you wake up today how was your mood today mine yeah um 
I woke up. I woke up very like cheeky. I don't know why. Yeah. I just thought. I, I, yeah. So I've just been like sending like funny little things to my sisters, and I've been, yeah. Yeah. So I'm very cheeky today. Yeah. So and it's sort of that, like a different feeling than it was from yesterday, right? Oh, yesterday I was yeah. Yesterday I was very angry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're okay right now. Though. I'm fine. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm actually kind of cool. And like, yeah. yeah, I'm enjoying this. Like, this conversation is very, it's very calming. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm okay. I'm good. I was so excited for this interview, you know. So just to not so to deviate too much, just to go back to the question you were asking. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I think right now there's this trend that's going on in in, in South Africa. I don't know if you catch the wave. But we are on like a, I'm a piano vibe, which is oh. like a genre that's just like recently introduced. Yeah. Um, we had gone before it, and there's this like young producer. He's like 18, if not 20 years old. Mm-hmm. Vigro Deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's his song is titled Vigro Wangkolota. You know, mm-hmm. I vibe. I like your style. <laughs> that, that's the song. You know when okay. I play that song, yo. <laughs> when I I'm play that play song, it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna send you a link. Like, yeah, you should. You need to. I'm a fan. That's a bang. Yeah, cool. Yeah, you can put me on. I've got a, a direct link to what's hot in the Ama Pianos like scene. Because usually I get it like really? Because over here we get, like yeah, unless yeah. you're deep deep into it, you got your finger on the pulse. Yeah. That's when you like know what's new. But I'm kind of like I'm in and out. So ha, every time you I listen to the piano, out, also yes. Oh, yes. that's amazing! Oh my god! <laughs> to be fair, it was like a natural progression for me because I've always loved um, DJ Maporisa, like from. Oh. Yeah, I remember one time, like, released this song, and I was like obsessed with it to the point where everybody was like, "Just allow it, Greta, like leave it out." And I was like, "No, it's great! Everybody listen to this, like every playlist, that song is on it." I think it's amazing. Yeah. So when he like started like doing all of this, like I'm a piano thing, I was like, wait a minute, what is this? I've been obsessed. Yeah. Obsessed. Every album, Yo. every thinking <laughs> album. Like I've got, I follow the playlist on Spotify. I make my own playlist when I'm exercising. <laughs> that's a lie. When I think I'm exercising, <laughs> I have like a playlist ready. Yeah. I'm yeah. South African by, by choice, I think. I would love to be South African. Don't tell my Zimbabwe people that, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't tell if you won't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, just, I love, I love it. So yeah, okay, send me yeah. the link. I want to hear this song. Um, no, definitely. So what's okay? So sticking to the playlist vibes. What's the one song that you have on your playlist that you, whenever you're creating one, you keep adding, but you never listen. When it comes on, you quickly skip it, or you're like. Oh, mm. What's that one song? Ah, it's yeah. gotta be something from something to it, or you know. Yeah. There, 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 there's like certain songs that I really like from him. Yeah. But like there's that one song that I really don't like. It's like, but sometimes I listen to it when somebody else is playing it. But like if I'm like listening to it alone, mm-hmm. I, I I can't listen to the song. You can't listen to the song at all. Yeah. 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 I just like 
points, you know. <laughs> but yeah, when it comes on in a random, you're like, okay, yeah, just sing along to it a little bit, maybe do a little dance. Yeah, those yeah. songs are the best. Kind but of he's songs. an amazing singer, though. Like, not to yeah. take anything away from his work. Oh he's no, it's, it's not even anything to do with the singer. It's just the vibe, the song. You need to have a song. Yeah. That, that's why I say you always add it to your playlist. But you know you're mm. never gonna play it. You know whenever exactly. it's on, you're like, ugh. <laughs> But you know you keep adding <laughs> it because you you kind of respect that artist. Um, yeah. What's some of the best advice you've received and you've kind of taken with you as your career has grown and you think you're gonna take with you for the rest of your career? Yeah, <laughs> I've received so much advice. You know, um, mm-hmm. I think one of the most humbling advices is from my father. Mm-hmm. Um, him, him, him being the man that he is. Mm-hmm. And for for raising me the way that he did, mm-hmm. I think he 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 has to be my source of motivation in terms of advice. Yeah, because he teaches me basically how to become a man, you know, mm-hmm. and what it is that is right and what it is that is wrong, mm-hmm. and sort of like me to be able to mold myself. Now I'm at a point where I can make decisions on my own and also question. The, the the teachings that I had when I was young from my old parents, you know, mm-hmm. and also like understand what they meant when they said certain things, and if that really applies to me, it's something that I believe in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and just being grounded and mm-hmm. being humble always, and just being thankful and grateful for every opportunity and allowing, like you know, yourself to be admired by people and for you to be humble about that and also for for for, for, for you to grow you know? yeah like uh, <laughs> yeah um if you could have dinner with three people dead or alive who would they be yeah. and what would you have for your main course yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i think i think I've got a lot of things that I want to ask, like maybe like a grand grandparent of mine that can be able to answer, like in terms of my my way I come from, mm-hmm. my background. I would love to have him basically, mm-hmm. and and then who else? Yo, Nelson Mandela also definitely, you know, because mm-hmm. I just feel like I have a lot of questions that I want to ask him also, mm-hmm. and. Like there's really, really, really a lot that I really want to know. Mm-hmm. And who else? Um, I would say. Um, yo, now it sounds like I'm gonna add old people only onto my table. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to think of somebody. I think um somebody that's gonna lighten up the mood, you know. Okay. being like our most universe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, like Zozi Tunzi. Yeah, what she thinks in terms of like everything and. What would be served? I would go for something traditional, definitely. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. But definitely tribe, you know, like uh uh it Malamhood. Okay. That's what we call it here. Yeah. Okay. Definitely that with, with steam bread and, and, and steam bread and yeah. Oh. And just like sort of like that put forth sort of like in a way to me answer a lot of questions because I've got a lot of questions for all of them on yeah. the table. Okay. That's a yeah. It's a very um strong like table to sit at. Can I just <laughs> I won't even I don't even have to have a seat. 
I just need the food. So extra plate, a four, fourth plate. Yeah. <laughs> for Greta, right in the corner. Thanks. <laughs> um. So, what is your central message to your viewer? Um, especially yeah. like on Instagram, what is the message that you want your 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 visuals to give the viewer? Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't know how to answer that question. To be quite honest, mm-hmm. I think my work is open to interpretation. Mm-hmm. But the key thing that I try and sort of like articulate in everything that I do is capture the emotion of a person and bring out the actual beauty mm-hmm. of that person mm-hmm. yeah that's what i'm trying to really go for in terms of like my portrait series mm-hmm. and when i say it's open to interpretation it's like us being able to transcend into different planes yeah but speak about the same thing right. you have your own understanding your own vision in terms of like what you see when you see this you know mm-hmm. um i just recently posted a picture just now on instagram mm-hmm. and to me i want to showcase like an embrace basically celebrate the embodiment of being a woman and also who a woman should like not necessarily how a woman should look like but like mm-hmm. what i see when i see a woman you know mm-hmm. and i see i, I see that regalness i see a queen yeah. i see that fierceness you know mm-hmm. that's what i sort of like see in my work and yeah. the next person could see glam they could mm-hmm. see like you know something else but like it's like not wrong it's it's it's, it's like your interpretation mm-hmm. and that's the beauty of like the creative process the creative process yeah um what's next for you then um yeah i've got banging content that i want to work on right now yeah i've got a documentary that i'm working on uh-huh. um that that is slowly slowly becoming a even much more exciting project at the moment uh and then i've got a couple of models that i'm going to be working with and i've got a collab that i'm going to be working on uh-huh. it's a paid collab so i mean it's not just a collab yeah <laughs> getting something out of it yeah. so yeah um i've got those now and i'm just working on my portfolio right now uh-huh. and yeah hoping for the best uh just trying to get an agent to represent me and yeah hopefully also like i can exhibit i'm hoping 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 before the end of this year i can shoot my exhibition series yeah i want to host my first exhibition ever uh-huh. and i really really really, really want to make it like a big 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 deal so i want to go all out on it i haven't started working on it yet but like hopefully towards the end of the year because i'm planning to showcase it like next year yeah not this year yeah yeah if you build it it will come definitely exactly um (laughs) before you go let the listeners know where to find you um yeah yeah plug Oh, okay, plug. Oh, my name is Dumelo. Uh, I'm a South African photographer. I'm based in Cape Town. So for anybody that wants to sort of like shout out, uh, collab, give thanks or whatever it is, spread some love, you can find me at 08margin. Uh, that's my Instagram handle. Yeah, every detail is on my Instagram, basically. If you just click, there's a cool option. My numbers are up there. My email address is there. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on. Yeah. I've had fun. Thank you. 
I wanted to ask you a question. Did oh. you have difficulty pronouncing the Oi Maje? <laughs> Mate, why did you think yeah. that? I was like, tell me how to say this. Because I was like, no. I, what I was saying in my head, number one, will never yeah. come out because you're yeah. hmm, child. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't want to know what I was like, no. Yeah. I love, 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 love the slogan. Oh, which one? The one that you're using. What the process of creating. Oh, the process of creating. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Funny story how that came about. Like when I was in uni, um, the first year. How long ago was this? Hey, 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 hey. You don't need to know. You just need to know. How <laughs> them went. <laughs> it was an interesting experience. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's all we need to do. No. Oh my gosh. How many years ago is it now? Um. Yeah. Well, it's two years ago since yeah since I finished. But yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. All I know is like I'm going through old pictures and I'm like, rah! I used to be so fresh and I had so much potential and then you know life hit me. Yeah. And I realized, oh, a career in in fashion is is harder than what you were told it's gonna be. But um, exactly. In uni, they were like, okay, so we're gonna teach you the process of creating, and I was like, okay, what does that entail? And learning the process of being a fashion designer really took away my passion for fashion. Like I, I ended mm. up hating. I hated my degree. I hated my work. I think I even hated some of the people on my course. Like, <laughs> I hated it. And But then I was like, that can't be me. It can't just be only me. And the way I was taught can't be the way it works. Like, how... Exactly. Yeah. So then I was like, you know, and I've always wanted to do a podcast. And I've always wanted... But I didn't really know what to do the podcast on. And then just randomly, I just thought, why don't I just find out about people who are actually creating? How they do their process of creating? Is it from what they were taught? Or is it something that they've just discovered yeah. themselves? Yeah. And maybe i can unlearn some of my prejudices do you know what i mean and i can actually mm. find the will to, to love fashion again that's through it so yeah so that that's how i came up with the process of creating <laughs> wow <laughs> it's such an honor to be on such a, a, a like this is a huge platform i'm highly honored oh thank you thank you no i'm honored that you came on and like yeah um yeah off the back end i'm gonna ask you to just you know send me some things so that i can really promote it like really really well and yeah i would definitely love that thank you all right have a good rest of your day thank you so much same to you bye bye (laughs) please follow us on instagram at my podcast we'd love to hear what you think of the show